This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 ads and popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see, cause Doug loves movies. Hey, 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 everybody. My name is Doug, and I love movies. This is Doug Loves Movies, recording uh, Thursday afternoon, June 29th, 2023, Kingsman, the Golden Circle of Friends with Benefits, a Wonderful Life as We Know It. <laughs> and my guests today, my guests today are Alex Hooper, Amy Miller, and Greg Warren. Hello. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's meet everyone individually and alphabetically. I always like to say at this point by first name. But you're still in the same order, whether it's by first or last name, doesn't change a thing. So let's just go think of it either way. And let's start with Alex Hooper. Hello, Alex. Hi, I'd like to think I would have been first anyway. 
well, you know, there's lots of societal rules that, uh, you know, apply. One might say, you know, Amy's been on the show more times. Say her name first. Greg Warren's first time on the show, maybe. So he should say, you know, there's so many ways to go with it, Alex. Well, so with I, either a name way. like Alex, you and then Hooper, you just you nailed it today. You're first. You've won by virtually doing nothing. Uh, I mean, I'm happy to be here. What an honor. Yeah. I, well, you know, I was going to open with congrats on being alive. I like to you know, say that. <laughs> Thank to you. you. Thank you very much. It was it was quite <laughs> a tumultuous 12 months for me, but yeah. here I am sillier than ever. Yeah, you're out there uh, making everybody laugh, you you sad clown, you. <laughs> That's me, Pagliacci <laughs> in the flesh. <laughs> uh, you can actually see Alex and my next guest and myself all together at the Levity Live in Oxnard, California on Thursday, July 27th. And that next guest is, of course, Amy Miller. Hey, Amy. Hello, everybody. Congrats on being alive. That's, uh, <laughs> you know, back at you. We're doing it. Thank you. <laughs> Us and Liza Minnelli. We're out living lots of things. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen that uh, Twitter account? No. There's a Twitter account that just posts every time something dies. It just reminds everybody that Liza Minnelli outlived it. <laughs> that seems rude. <laughs> to to which <laughs> <laughs> to everybody <laughs> <laughs> yeah it is rude all around but at least uh part of that equation is people who are dead um i don't know how much the dead follow uh twitter accounts you know what i mean um <laughs> joining us for the first time after too long a time wait yeah that's right yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's greg warren everybody Hi guys, how you doing? How you doing? I'm I'm doing great, Matt. Uh, excited to be part of this. Where are you uh, joining us from? Uh, St. Louis. Okay. Uh, I had I had a suspicion. So you're uh, about two hours ahead of uh, California time. Everybody else you're competing against. I hope that doesn't uh, affect uh, the game at all. Well, I feel there should be some sort of handicap. I've been awake two hours longer, a little little slower. Days winding well, down right, here. You're, I, I, you're you're closer to nap time than everything. Yeah, else. yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but also, he knows the future. There's two hours of world happenings that we don't know about. A lot's coming your way, Alex. A That's lot. really a good point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And now, I'm telling you, none of it's good. Uh, it's, uh, <laughs> Do you have yeah, the new Indiana Jones the... already? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. We saw that last week. Uh, uh. Andy, yeah, we got to uh, wow, Indiana that's Jones. Way a, yeah, that's way ahead. So, what's your uh, what's your review? Uh, uh, I didn't see it, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Greg. I, I I wish I, I really kept... was excited for for. I know. I wish I could have kept that up for a while, man. Uh, but you don't even know at this point what uh, you know what pretend opinion to have because the movie could really, uh, even though some reviews are out that are somewhat encouraging, I still feel like I'm gonna either, you know, just love the nostalgia of it, or I'm just going to be annoyed by the whole thing. I was you know surprised I mean? this one actually takes place in Indiana. I thought that was a bold choice to finally <laughs> put that together. Right. Greg's They're, in the movie. 
Yeah. <laughs> They're like, let's put it in Indiana where it belongs and bring in Fleabag to be his uh, sidekick. And, uh, you know, the hey, British lady. Amy, did you just lump Indiana and Missouri together? That's very. All did. the same to me. Yeah. <laughs> a, 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 elitist. I, I look away from the window it when was we're flying a, over. It, it was such a solid reference that I just let, the, let that go. But uh, you know, uh, you just don't you don't hear about it as much, St. Louis, Indiana. But it's uh, it's a great little town, <laughs> and uh, it deserves a shout out as much as uh, any other place. Hey, but, thanks, um, Doug. Yeah, we appreciate it. And congrats on being alive, as long as we're telling everybody that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Thanks for that, man. Yeah, the same <laughs> kind of you guys. A, yeah. Kind of a fun sentiment that you don't hear from people in general. You know, like it, you only hear it from, like, Scrooge on Christmas Day. <laughs> yeah, know? why does Alex get all the credit? I was staying alive the whole time he was. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that sentiment so many times over the past 12 months. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, you went through some stuff too, Amy, but I think it was an easier 12 months overall. So easy. Um, <laughs> um, I feel like I'm not living talking to you guys. Like, <laughs> Oh, really? Well, I, I feel like know. I'm coasting. It, it, it seems like you guys have been flirting with death and, and I'm... Life is just more chill in uh, Indiana. Indiana, you know? yeah. Yeah, you're, you're in Indiana. It's, uh, it's a slow, you know, guys. It's a nice pace. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it picks up around uh, corn season. <laughs> a little no, kernel of I'm wisdom sorry, from I'm Doug. Thinking of I think of Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, before we play our games today, our very silly games, uh, we're going to visit a recommendation for some serious movie talk. Uh, this is where I ask each of you to recommend one movie uh, from a specific category that I will share with you now. Suggested by Miss Krita, C-R-I-T-T-A, Miss M-I-S-S Krita on uh, Twitter. The suggestion <laughs> is disaster movies. So I'm oh. opening it up to... Oh, man. I think she specifically means movies about disasters, uh, natural or otherwise. But I'd like to open it up to uh, movies that are disasters uh, as well. Just whatever, <laughs> whatever you define, <laughs> however you define disaster movie. Because uh, we're looking for ones that you recommend. Uh, I'm guessing either because it's so bad it's good, or because it's just there happens to be a disaster movie that is just good. I don't, I don't know for sure if there is such a thing, but we'll start. Uh, here's the alphabetical thing biting in you in the ass, Alex. You have to go first. That's okay. <laughs> I'm I'm ready for this one because I love disaster movies, and oh, I'm going to throw one out there that probably is kind. It's not really disaster, but I love it so much. Waterworld. Oh, okay. Oh. Well, because that is like post-disaster apocalyptic mm -hmm. kind of film. But I mean, I personally, I think the film is brilliant. I think it's underrated. There's an amazing Jack Black cameo. Dennis Hopper is hilarious in it. I personally think if you if you think that movie sucks, go back and watch it and then write me as to why you didn't like it. Because I support that movie 100%. Apparently. Yeah, if you're a big uh, Waterworld guy, I think anybody 
uh, who stumbles onto it without any preconceived ideas uh, would probably enjoy it because it's a the the action is well staged. It was obviously very difficult to make because of the insane idea of shooting out on the water. Um, there was also a hurricane that happened, and it cost them forty million dollars in uh, in uh, disasters to the set uh, itself. So <laughs> yeah destruction it like i mean it was a challenge to make that movie yeah it was really they really had to uh you know live a, a post-apocalyptic uh, situation where they had to rebuild <laughs> and um and they did it out there in the goddamn water and you know people make such uh, so much of how kevin costner drinks his own pee in that movie and it's just like, um, uh, you know, try it before you uh, knock it is what I buy say. it. And you can't be can't be your own pee. It has to be his pee. Because I bet you, uh, <laughs> I bet you he's he he had a diet that he knew what he was doing. I bet you he was making himself a delightful mix. That's what he was delivering in the postman. He was delivering his own urine to all of these people. <laughs> <laughs> You know, he's just trying to help everybody survive, and whether on land or on water. You know, he knows how important it is uh, to stay hydrated. <laughs> <laughs> it's so easy to feel like you need to pee when you're watching Waterworld. Yeah, Waterworld is fun because you know something that didn't uh, kind of has improved over time. I think is that the bad guys are called smokers, and they're really into you know setting things on fire and 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 you know smoking in general. So uh, and, you know, so that's a good, you know, the idea of smoking cigarettes gets more and more, uh, you know, evil over time. And then the support this movie gets on a daily basis in Universal City, California, with the live action Waterworld <laughs> stunt show, which I've said this before and I'll say it now is probably one of the best amusement park shows uh, ever. Agreed. It's awesome. It's so good. It's ridiculous. Man, I gotta, I gotta get out there for that, guys. But I don't know who's week. going to see it. Like, I was just at the park with children, and there was no convincing them. They were like, "What's water?" Like, they don't care. Yeah. you know. Yeah, it's not. They're like, IP we want to go to Nintendo about. World. <laughs> yeah, we gotta go check out the Secret Lives of Pets, which is cute, <laughs> but it's boring, and the line is too long. Waterworld, you just walk in, you sit down. If you don't sit down, you know, if you know where, you know, if you don't sit in the splash zone, they pretty much leave you alone. And uh, and then you just watch uh, just so much water action and <laughs> stunts and fighting. And is it all just people over 40 watching this show alone? <laughs> oh, I think the whole family's coming. I think the thing about Universal is there's not there's like four shows in the entire property. Mm -hmm. So if you're into that kind of thing. And people seem to be. I think Waterworld's got good, uh, good word of mouth. But you're right. It, it, there's got to be like somebody in in the group. You know, it's got to be a dad in the group that makes the call. There's that <laughs> little girl. Come on, everybody, we're going to see Waterworld. <laughs> Isn't the little girl with the map on her back or her head or something? Was she is she part of the show? No, um, I don't think talking so. about Dora the Explorer. There's no, no. her name's Anola in the movie. Anola, yeah. There's no, there's no There's no child character in the stunt show. There's just the the woman played by Gene Triplehorn in the movie, and then the Mariner, which is Kevin Costner, and then some guy doing a like they always just hire a bald stunt man to wear an eye patch and pretend to be Dennis Hopper. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but I think because really, of child labor laws, they can't does, have a kid in the show. They <laughs> could have the grown actress with the map on her back. What's she doing? But he gets to do riffs. You know, he gets to, as Dennis Hopper, he gets to say, uh, you know, silly things uh, that are like, you know, uh, semi-topical. So, yeah, the uh, opening line is he, he swings a golf club and he goes, look, I'm Tiger Woods. That's the first line of that live show. Yeah, that's the kind of thing that's in there. But, you know, in context, it's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think Tiger Woods uh, was still in his prime when uh, Waterworld came out and, and still yeah, innocent. That might have been a lift yeah. from the motion picture. Yeah. They might have just did that directly. Uh, Amy, that's a tough one to beat. I mean, you know, it was considered a disaster because of how much money it cost to make Waterworld. Mm -hmm. But what's your what's your recommended disaster movie? Um, not too long ago, I watched Daylight for the first time. Yeah, I don't know how I had missed it. <laughs> that just sounded like somebody admitting that they sleep all day. Uh, the other day, I saw that Daylight too. for the first time. <laughs> Listen, I've been depressed. <laughs> uh, the uh, first sign was that I was watching the movie Daylight. <laughs> all right. Uh, oh, I think we should head toward the daylight. Um, We're in the so tunnel is, still. <laughs> so this is Sylvester Stallone. And they're in the subway during an earthquake. Mm -hmm. The Holland Tunnel. What city? It's, oh, so it's so it's the great city of San Francisco. <laughs> no. there's, this, there's I swear it's, there's this tunnel on Holland Street. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's uh, Vigo's in it and Vigo Brenneman. Yes. Mm -hmm. And yeah, they're just trying to get out of the tunnel. There's a dog involved. I won't spoil that. What happens there? <laughs> Amy uh, but no, she's no damsel in distress though. Like she knows more about what's going on than than uh, anybody else, right? She's like a structural yes. engineer or something. They won't listen to her, of course. Yeah, of course. She's so stupid. They want to follow the guy with the big muscles. <laughs> it's hilarious. Women don't build tunnels. <laughs> It's hilarious when global warming, uh, you know, it destroys all of us, but, you know, somehow film manages to be preserved. People are going to see so many movies where we warned ourselves. There's like so many movies where the bad guy is just, you know, trying to cut corners, you know, <laughs> try, trying to get more rich and, you know, are, are being real greedy and then ends up getting themselves and everyone else killed. But they get to die first, and we—that's my favorite trope of disaster movies—is when the guy that causes the disaster uh, has a gnarly death. You know, two thirds of the way into the movie, <laughs> sometimes he'll live till the end. How long does the? No one's at blame with daylight, though, right? It's just sort of more like uh, the earthquake really is was intense. Yeah, pretty much. People are um, at fault throughout the process of trying to get out. Just you know. Who's right. the leader? Bad, bad What's decision. the best Who's way? The leader? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but other than that, yeah, it's just kind of a natural it's just it's a failure of infrastructure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, this is uh this is another uh, thing that's uh, quite uh, apocalyptic. I you know, I like the old fashioned disaster movies where like, you know, 
only one city or structure was was screwed. Uh, these are a little more uh, far-reaching because I'd imagine that earthquake did more other damage other than just that one subway that Sylvester Stallone happens to be in. You would think so, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, thank you for that uh, recommendation, Amy. Greg, have you thought of a recommendable well, well, I was, disaster? I was going to go with the postman, but that seems sort of uh, anticlimactic at this point. So, at what point did you think of the postman? When I swear to God, I when thought Alex of it before, brought it up. No, I swear to God, before he said <laughs> uh, the water movie, I swear to you. But that's uh, the first one you thought of because I think that's the thing is it's hard to disassociate. It's hard to take the word disaster away from a flop rather than a movie about like the Hindenburg or whatever. Yeah. And I, I always thought the postman was a great movie. I, I, I mean, I, I've always loved the movie, but um, I did some quick thinking over the pandemic. I watched this film, a uh, deep water horizon. It was about uh, a uh -huh. BP, like a BP oil rig that uh, yeah. blew up in, in the Gulf of Mexico uh, near Louisiana Mm -hmm. And uh, and killed a lot of people, and I don't remember a lot of specifics, but uh, I liked it. I can tell Sounds you, that. hilarious. It's <laughs> not that first funny. of all. That's at true. first, it's, it's not funny. <laughs> first of all, it's a hilarious comedy. It's a, it's a satire about the mistakes that were made. Um, it's kind of a reimagining of what happened because hundreds of people died, but in the movie, Mark Wahlberg keeps that number low, like two or three. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm just kidding. And about it's comical death. <laughs> there Which he would have done at 9-11 if he had been right. in a plane himself. That's what I was trying to refer to, is that if he'd have been there, uh, you know, if he'd have actually been at Deepwater Horizon, then it probably wouldn't even have happened. If he had been in that submarine last week, I mean, it would have been a wholly different story. I don't know I why, why he hasn't he released stop climate press change? release yet. <laughs> James James Cameron and Mark Wahlberg should have just went down there, the two of them together, and then came back and went, see, it's that simple. You just, <laughs> just gotta know what you're doing. <laughs> I mean, James Cameron's already been down to the Titanic a bunch of times. So like it's it's the whole story is kind of weird that they that they had such a but again, back to what we're talking about with disaster movies, the being warned this isn't gonna work, and then they go ahead and do it anyway. Um so, there was some of that, I think, uh, with Deep Water Horizon. There was some, yeah, they ignored some, uh, some warning. Yeah, yeah, like somebody brought in like a you know a painting his kid made in school, and he like put it up over uh, you know an important valve, so no one noticed that it was uh, <laughs> malfunctioning. <laughs> and, you know, something like something happened. Is that it how these things get hidden? I didn't. Yeah. That's a, it's genius. You never know. You just it's craziest things happen. You know when people. Yeah. They don't follow the right protocol. What's it called again? Deepwater Horizon. Deepwater Horizon. It just, that yeah. just sounds like a horrible real estate deal. Um, <laughs> but um, well, and in fact, know, it was. Yeah. yeah, horrible land development. You know, like some sort of swap. waxing studio. They <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> get everything. Oh my god! Now I'm thinking of lots of uh, names for waxing salons uh, <laughs> that are also films. Um, one could argue Waterworld and Daylight would both apply. So. Um, 
Deepwater Horizon. Okay, I, I saw it. It's I think it's a um, competent action movie that um, you know isn't critical enough of what you know what went wrong there. But uh, but yeah, it's uh you know uh, it's well made. Isn't Kurt Russell in there too? Kurt Russell. I think Malkovich is one of the BP uh, execs. Uh, he's one. He's the one that's like makes the like he rolls his eyes when they don't do what he says, and then you know, and then somebody dies in the next scene. You know, like he's always like exhausted. he's no he's knowing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's knowing. <laughs> he's knowledgeable Johnny Malkovich. And uh these are uh great recommendations. I you know, what did I think when I asked for disaster movies? I, I was gonna get, you know, uh Sindler's List and Citizen Kane. All right, so Schindler's um, List is the ultimate disaster film, right? That's like too. The disaster is a little too large in scale, probably with that one. Who's looking for? Not if to you ask Roseanne. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you know what? It's funny. I don't get the opportunity to ask Roseanne anything, really. That's um, too bad. You know, because yeah, I have questions. <laughs> She's got I'd answers. Like, I'd like some. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's a good point. So maybe I should keep them uh, rhetorical. Um, there's no need to her, her her answers get so much attention if you just didn't ans- ask the question in the first place you know it might not have uh, gotten so much play um, but we have to go to a commercial break we'll be right back Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. We are back uh, during the break. We were talking some more about Roseanne and I, I agree with everything you said, Amy. Uh, so let's, <laughs> let's play a game. This first game. It was a good play. show. <laughs> <laughs> this first game we're going to play is a little something I call, how long is it? And that's Whoa. a game where I'll name a thing and you guess how long it is. Not long enough. Not that kind of guess. You got to oh, be okay. really oh, specific. It's got to be closest without going over. It can't be like a philosophical answer. It has to be one that involves actual numbers. Uh, and it's, you know, closest without going over. And it's uh, Price is Right style. And uh, Alex, you're going to get to go first. Uh, then Amy. And then uh, Greg. And... Um, I'll tell you what the thing is. And then Alex, you go first, you guess how long it is. And, you know, a lot of players like to discuss their answer, why they're picking what they're picking, but, you know, be careful because, you know, that also the other players can hear you. 
uh, we couldn't afford soundproof booths for this part, so everybody uh, hears everybody. But that does that is kind of a cool idea, soundproof booths. Are you ready, Alex? Go for it. <laughs> How long was Tom Hanks in the makeup chair during the older Colonel Tom Parker? Uh, you know, part of his filming of Elvis. In I'm minutes. gonna in minutes. In he minutes. had makeup on. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna. I know I'm a gonna... lot of people said he put the weight on. You know, he did the method, put the weight on. You know, like. Uh, but no, he he that was makeup. <laughs> uh, I will say 162 minutes. 100. Um, I always have this problem when I'm trying to figure out if you know how long a movie is when they're like it's 152 minutes. My mind doesn't know how long that is. I guess that's two hours and 32 minutes. So how many did you say again? I said, uh, yeah, I said I said 162. Okay. Uh, so that's two hours and 42 minutes. Two, 242, correct. I see. Okay. Uh 242. I mean 162 minutes. Uh, in the makeup chair each day, getting ready to be older, because they they really did do phases as he as he aged. He got you know bigger and jowlier. Didn't win the Oscar for best makeup because turns out another makeup team was making another actor even bigger. Right, that's what, that's what you do to win that award. Apparently, Amy, Doug, how long was he in that makeup chair? I'm going to say four and a half hours. And that's 200 and no, I'm not, I don't know how many minutes that is. <laughs> I think it's 270. I like it. I like someone out there doing the uh, mathematics. <laughs> Hit me with that number. If this was a real game show, you know, there'd be somebody on the side just holding it up on a card. <laughs> 270 minutes. Okay, Greg. This is a real game show, Doug. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you feel that way. Uh, I'll go I'll go I'll go 431. Oh. oh. Wow. Greg. Wow. So that's what's that? 271? Oh man. I don't yeah, 271. Yeah, yeah it checks out. 271. All right. So wait a minute. Followed. Now that you said it in minutes, it sounds it sounds high. <laughs> oh, you thought Amy was high? You're trying to dollar yeah, you're doing yeah. the thing where you just add a dollar, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, got, a, but you gotta pick the right amount to add the dollar to. I'll 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 stick with my answer. You're going two seventy one? Yeah. Okay. So Alex says uh one sixty two. Which seems like you know that's a long time to be sitting there getting that stuff put on, to to eventually not even win an Oscar, and then <laughs> and then <laughs> if only he had a crystal ball. He went to Australia, got COVID, came back here, didn't win an Oscar. It was a whole whole mess. Uh, yeah, he threw threw a tantrum when he didn't win that Oscar. He was like two seventy one in the chair, two seventy one <laughs> in the chair, and I got nothing. <laughs> just like his niece on that TV show. 
I love how in your scenario he's saying your answer is how long he spent in the chair. Well, no, I'm sure I'm sure of this answer. That's, <laughs> like I'm you're just making I'm, it happen. <laughs> I have a lot of conviction about my answer. Okay. Um, <laughs> so Alex at 162. Uh, Amy's at uh, 270 minutes, and then uh, Greg pulled the classic uh, dollaring uh, with 241, and the correct answer is 300 minutes greg oh, you did it greg. <laughs> oh my gosh that is brutal yeah five hours of just and they say he would sit very still and he wouldn't uh you know talk or move around so that's some real i mean real, alex i'm, I'm not trying to sit there <laughs> I don't want to take a shot at you, Alex, but why would it be a trivia question if it was an hour and change? Like, yeah, you said? Alex, I mean, yeah what are you on. doing? Well, yeah. well, I said 100 and use your head. So that's like two and a half hours. That's not, you know, I mean, God, the makeup I, know, I, was, I was trying to I was trying to hedge your answer and make it sound dumber. But uh, yeah, <laughs> that but means bar, Brendan Fraser was in the chair yeah. for like. Seven eight hours. hours. I thought seven, Brendan Fraser went yeah. method. I didn't even realize he was wearing makeup in that movie. <laughs> oh, no, he... Yeah, no, yeah, Fraser, Fraser, six minutes. It was, uh, yeah. I mean, hey, he guys, I've a... been wearing a lot of makeup the last couple of years. Too. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, that's uh, five hours is, um, that's some real, like, that's amazing. Wait, I remember I hearing that like Kelsey Grammer when he played the Beast. I feel like that was like six hours or something like that. So yeah, because they'd have to put all that fur on him, right? So I'm saying it just took <laughs> it took like almost just as long to make Tom Hanks look old. Jesus, it's hard no. to make Kelsey Grammer look more handsome. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just Tom Hanks isn't just old. He's just got like you know jowls and like it's just like he's monstrous. You know he's like. Looks like a Disney cartoon villain, but the movie is, you know, live action and everybody else looks normal. He looks like, uh, you know, he's got like Jiminy Glick style makeup on. <gasps> yeah, they had yes, to put on does. a bunch of like weird moles. <laughs> half, uh, half that time is just moles. <laughs> they had to make him uglier, I guess, because in this movie they really lean into what a villain he was and how he like controlled Elvis's life. So he's just like, he's just so grotesque. It's just, it's bizarre. And somebody pointed out in an article in some fancy, you know, journal uh, somewhere that uh, Tom Hanks only when he plays like somebody who's like a bad guy, it's he's like in makeup and doing a weird accent or something. Like he's never like just looks like regular Tom Hanks and then is an evil character. Well, because we wouldn't be able to handle it in our hearts. I don't think so. America. I don't think so. But then I thought of that movie that he was in with Emma Watson. It was like about cults or something. I never saw it. It was like The Circle or something like that. And uh, I think he's a bad guy in that. But I guess he's just more like probably more smarmy than than evil. But I don't know. <laughs> I, I mean, know. I thought Forrest Gump was a dick. <laughs> Such an asshole eating all the candy himself. That's what I'm saying, though. He had an accent. He had an accent in that because he's a villain. <laughs> I just felt like in Elvis, he was doing gold member kind of. <laughs> it was. It was. He really kept waiting for him to tell people to get in his belly. Um, 
it was it was just weird. It was just a really weird choice. It uh, it, it kind of I, I didn't get it. Other than you know, I guess it's a fun acting challenge for him. But uh, I'd rather I think he should make a David S. Pumpkins movie before he does another. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, if you can just win for being in a fat suit, then we need to get Mike Myers and Eddie Murphy some more Oscars quick. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Hanks needs to stop playing people that actually exist. I've, I've had enough, you know, or people that did exist, like people. We know what they look like. We know what they sound like. It's not Tom Hanks. But then so he does a good acting job of approximating it. But it's this person that's as famous or more famous than the person they're playing. You know, I drew the line at Sully Sullenberger. It's just like, no, that's Tom Hanks with the Sully Sullenberger costume on. Do that on Halloween. Get it out of your system. <laughs> I don't need you to play the part for the whole movie. There's somebody like Philip Baker Hall that already looks exactly like the guy. He could just show up and do it. <laughs> um, well, not now. Not well, a good point, but you know, I dated <laughs> this thing back to when they were making that film. Hey, Greg, you did it, you won the first game, so congratulations on that. And I'll thanks, tell you, thanks, Doug. I'll yeah. tell you exactly what it was you won after this commercial break. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. We are back and Greg was bothering me during the whole break. What did I win? What did I win? What did I win? Well, Greg, let me tell you now. I finally can tell you. And thanks, everybody, for oh. seeing, sitting through those ads. Thank God. <laughs> it means you get to go first in our next game. Oh, Ooh. yeah. In yeah. your face, Miller. But turns out that's gen generally not much of an advantage at all in these games. In fact, it could be a disadvantage. Well, then what did I win for? What I'm like, Hanks, why, why did I sit in the, the chair for all for five hours when I didn't get the... the for the, the love of the art, Greg. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Exactly. Yeah. And if there's a tie, you get to go first uh, to in the tiebreaker. So that's, that's an exciting... Uh, thing that you have in your back pocket if okay you, if you need it uh hopefully we won't get there hopefully somebody is going to really know this subject of this game and they're going to knock it out of the park <clears throat> let me just take a quick drink of water now let me get my my own uh hair my own head hair out of my mouth and here we go <clears throat> the fifth, and if we can hold back the progress of AI, final Indiana Jones movie is out now. In honor of that, let's play Indy or Mindy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say a fact, fun or otherwise, and you tell me if it applies to Harrison Ford or Pam Dauber, <laughs> who, of course, played Mindy McConnell from 1978 to 1982 on Mork and Mindy. Or neither. So the answer is either Indy, Mindy, mm. or neither. Uh, first person 
gets a fact, you answer one of those three answers. If you miss, then it goes to the next person. And if they miss from the two options that are left, then the third person gets a gimme point. Each round starts with the next person after whoever uh, managed to secure a point. Greg, you're up first. Then we'll go to Amy and then we'll go to Alex. Does all of this make sense to you, Greg? I got it, man. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sounds confident. All right. I I know the rules, guys. I you know I listened. Okay. <laughs> it's all that matters to me. You know, I just I never want the uh, new person to be uh, you know left behind because Doug, uh, I'm uh, Doug, I'm right with you on this game, man. I I know. Yeah. It's, yeah I know. Yeah. <laughs> Craig. Here's the fact. This person is a Pisces. Is it Pam Dauber, a.k.a. Mindy? Harrison Ford. Yes, it's Pam Dauber. Mindy. It's Pam Dauber. Neither. Those are your choices. Which one? Mindy. Pam Dauber. You're sticking with Mindy. I gave you a chance there to switch it up, but you're sticking with Mindy. <laughs> that she's a Pisces. That noise means no. Incorrect. incorrect. Are you, you sure so that's sure what that, of it? Are you sure that's what that noise means? I know it does also sound kind of fun and like kind of yeah, yeah. Nobody's sure what that noise means. Yeah. I've, okay. I've done a lot of morning radio, and a lot of times that that noise means things are going well. well wow! Wait till you hear. <laughs> wait till you hear the noise when you get when someone gets it right. Then you'll go, okay, now I get why. I hope it's a slide whistle. I just, the one noise <laughs> is kind of a, it's kind of to me, it's sort of like participation trophy. Like you, you get the, you got the answer wrong, but you get like a fun, upbeat noise. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So that means we move on to Amy. Do you remember which one he said, Amy? Yes, I do. Who do you think said Pisces? Wait, he are we said, saying Indiana Jones or Harrison Ford? Either way, I, I think we'll all play, piece it together. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm going to say neither. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, how do I say it? Do I say Harrison? Ind neither. Um, <laughs> uh, that, in fact, is the correct yes. answer. Yes. That was so zany. The correct answer noise. Whoa. Now, I hope everyone understands the difference. Um, yeah, <laughs> it turns out neither of them are Pisces. Uh, Pam Dauber's, uh, she was born in the month of October. And uh, Harry Ford is a, um, he's a cancer. He's a July baby. Mm, baby. Happy birthday, Harry. Yeah. Ooh, me too, Harry. Come on out. Let's have a party together. <laughs> I mean, I'm so entertained when people think Harrison Ford or anyone of his ilk is listening to this podcast. It could happen. Sure. You got to do something you while can, you're flying a plane. At the party, you can congratulate him on being alive, Alex. <laughs> All us cancers. <laughs> you got double cancer cancer moon and cancer body. <laughs> <laughs> I had stage three Harrison lymphoma. 
<laughs> oh no. Okay. <laughs> you had to go see uh, Dr. Jones to get it fixed. <laughs> you can <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, That's so good. <laughs> I'm sure that uh Alex told Dr. Jones to hang on to his potatoes. Um <laughs> Alex. You're up first on this next one. Amy's on the board. Greg, you'll still get your chance. You just wait. But Alex gets to go first. Here we go. Grew grew up, raised in Cleveland. Ooh. Pammy Dobbs, Harry Ford, or neither? I'm going to say Pammy Dobbs on that one. You're going Pam Dauber grew up in Cleveland. Uh, Ohio, not Cleveland, Missouri, just to be clear. <laughs> yeah, Ohio, the one, yeah, that that one. You're go- who are you who do you say is Pam Dauber? I said Pam Dauber, yep. Mindy. Mindy or Indy, you say Mindy. Incorrect. Oh! Wow. See, Greg, it's back around to you. Do you think it was uh Harry or Harrison Ford or neither that grew up in Cleveland. I'm going to say Harrison Ford. Indiana Jones. Feels like he would have done that, right? Yeah. Seems like he could be from there. He's from Chicago. Oh, man, this is such a shakedown. Pam Dauber, Detroit. Harry, Chicago. Uh, Congratulations, Amy. I like it so much. These facts could have been about anybody so far. Well, you know, that's the thing is you have to, it's like um, uh, you use deductive reasoning, but like the twist (laughs) is there's absolutely no, nothing, nothing to cling on to as far as clues uh, in in some cases, you know, but you might've had an inkling of where one of them was from just from, you know, maybe reading about them or, or something, you know, or just having seen them in a recent interview. But Amy <laughs> is on top. With two I points. will say this. My wife is from Cleveland and we do call it the Temple of Doom. So See, that- there you go. There you have it. I like to picture Alex just sitting at home reading about Pam Dauber. <laughs> Doing some reading, honey. No, she's not from Cleveland, if you're wondering. You are. <laughs> That's the only reason I read any book, is, is to tell my wife who's from Cleveland. Who's from Cleveland. Tell her about Deborah Winger. Oh, she is? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. there's some good ones. I'm sure there's some good ones. I can't think of any immediately, but other than, uh, you know, Drew Carey, of course, yeah. Steve Harvey. There you go. Those are two great. Those are two of the greatest game shows. Of all time. Okay, Alex, we got to play this game. Yep. <laughs> and it's all on you right now. Oh, man. Yeah. But, uh, you know, you got this. Just, you know, just keep in mind, you know, one of them is an actress that worked with Rob Williams in television. The other one is Harrison Ford. <laughs> You know, what I mean, take what you know about those two people and apply it and, and hope you can figure out the answer. Here's the fun fact. Once played a character named Stinkbug. <laughs> Is it Pam Dauber, Harrison Ford, 
or neither. Andy, Mindy, or neither. I'm going to double down on Pam Dauber because if it's neither again, this has been the most pointless game I have ever played in my life. <laughs> right. It would be ridiculous. Have you met Doug before? If it was <laughs> yeah. neither, just neither again would be like some sort of dumb mind game. It's like, you know, what's going on? We came here for some some serious movie trivia. Yeah. What's wrong with this guy? <laughs> yeah. So you say Pam Dauber? Yeah, I'm going to say Pam Dauber. Ah, man. (laughs) Uh, Hey, Greg. Hey. Uh, What do you make of this? Does this make any sense to you? What would, what do you think? (laughs) Has neither of them ever played a character named Stinkbug or is the great Harrison Ford? Uh, I'm going to have to say neither. You're going with neither. Yeah, I'd I'd feel like a a fool. It'd be ridiculous. Like, when would he? What you know? Was he a child actor? I can already tell by the way he's talking. He did that. I'm wrong. What do you mean? (laughs) I'm just trying to explain. You're you're selling the left so you can hit me with the right. (laughs) (laughs) You're correct. It is neither neither one of them, to the best of my knowledge. Yes, could have been a school play or something, but to the best of my knowledge, no stink bugs. Uh, no stink bugs necessary. Greg, you're on the board. Alex, I know nothing about Pam Dauber, so that's going to be my answer every time. Just because I figure she has to be an answer somewhere. One of those right. '80s uh, family sitcoms had to have a best friend named Sit Stinkbug, right? I you mean, think well, so? Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know about Stinkbug. I don't know. I don't know. I just sort of this is something that came to me. Um, but uh, yeah, there may have been at some point in the history of all things, but we're going back to uh, Greg got the point on that one, right? I did. Yes. All right. So Amy, you go first on this one. <laughs> You're twisted. <laughs> what? It's just how it works. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Whenever you get the point, Alex gets to go first on the next one. All right. Um <laughs> So if you get a point right now, Alex is first on the next one. Uh, appeared in a TV movie called Have You Paid the Piper? <laughs> neither. You think neither of them have been in a motion picture made for television called Have You Paid the Piper? I don't think anybody's ever been in that I movie. I can't believe you never you never saw Have You Paid the Piper, Amy? <laughs> I think it only aired in St. Louis. What? <laughs> the, yeah. I mean, it's, it, 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 it debuted here. Strong numbers here, but that it didn't air only here. We supported the film. We, we enjoyed it. That a lot Local about our community. Yeah, yeah, it was about our... It's got a Midwestern flair, but I, I'm, a lot of other people on the both coasts enjoyed that film. Internationally, it did well. <laughs> yeah, the China markets really loved. What was it? I don't even remember what it was called anymore. Time it's to called, pay the have piper. You paid the, have, have you paid, paid, have you the, paid piper, the piper? And Amy is right. The answer yeah. is neither. Starring Rowdy Roddy Piper. Everybody knows that. I'm about to go smoke the Piper right now. I, I, Piper Paraboo, I think, was, uh, I thought she, yeah. 
<laughs> Pam Dauber was in a TV movie called Do You Know the Muffin Man? <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping it would sound vaguely familiar to somebody like, oh, I think I've heard of that. All right. So uh, who got that one? Amy again? Oh, my God. Amy, Amy again. All right, Alex, oh, wow. this, is your chance. this is your chance to get in the game, Alex. You need this one. This one's important. First film appearance was in a movie called Ferris Wheel on Fire. Neither. neither. Yeah, neither. I'm just saying it. Neither. You're just saying it. You're just I, like, I, I, I want to go with a trend here and say neither. You're like, it's always neither, so that would be so fucked up if Either of them was in a movie called Ferris Wheel on Fire. Oh my god, I can already feel it. the spring is about to bounce. <laughs> <laughs> you got on the board, yes! Alex. You got it right. Oh my gosh, thank you. I'd like comeback. to thank the Academy, the director. <laughs> uh Harrison was, on the other hand, in real life, he was in a movie called Dead Heat on a Merry-Go-Round. <laughs> <laughs> The real thing. Sounds like All a right. Steve Miller lyric. So Alex really thinks he's got this figured out, Greg, but you're up first on this next one. You need this point to have a chance to take out Amy Miller. On a date. Dinner and the movie. <laughs> you cheapskate. I got to right. get this right. Yeah. Uh, Appeared in an episode of the uh, episodic weekly television program called The Rifleman. Harrison Ford. You think Harrison Ford? Young actor Harrison Ford possibly appeared on The Rifleman. Yeah, yeah. That, I, I, I don't know much about that uh, show except for there's, there's gun sounds at the beginning. <laughs> The rifleman. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you need to learn a little bit more. No. <laughs> no. No. Incorrect. Incorrect. I... Sorry, Amy. He's not he... sorry, guys. He's not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> neither. Yeah, you're going neither? Uh, uh, no, I'll go neither. You say neither. <laughs> okay, okay, tomato. Um, <laughs> you see, you see, um, wait, which one? You said neither or neither. Both, yeah. both count, of course. And <laughs> you did, Amy. You ran away with this thing. Congratulations, Amy Miller. Everybody, wow. thank you so much. Oh my gosh. She, absolutely killed it um we're gonna get into if this game had kept going we would have gotten into some like more personal stuff um like um you know which one has had had more pets that have died questions like that but (laughs) um you know we're just not gonna get that deep this week because uh like i said uh, amy ran away with it but uh here's my favorite one just to you know throw it out at you since we have a second here couple seconds uh what do you think about this one rescued a teenager from a burning car neither no dauber dauber did that definitely <laughs> yeah, why do you think dauber did that she's uh she's athletic 
she's got a fresh face. Uh, <laughs> and I, there's it's just JFL fresh face. Yeah. She's got a fresh face. Uh, she's got a tight and, she, and she's, and she's got a, she's, she's, she's got a good heart. You could tell she's, she's heroic. Right. Yeah. I think she, well, I think it was because it was in con- conjunction with her then and still uh, husband, Mark Harmon, uh, the actor. The two of them uh, pulled somebody out of a burning car, a teenager in uh, the 1996. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'll give them a little too. So... <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Wonder what that point. What wonder what that teenager is up to today. Uh, would love to have you guys as a guest on the show if you're listening. Congratulations, Amy Miller. Uh, once again, you get to go first. You got to do your plugs first. What would you like to promote? Thank you so much. I'm really excited and honored. Um, I have a bunch of shows coming up all over the place: Austin, Vermont, Milwaukee. Um, go to my website, amymillercomedy.com and follow me on Instagram at amymillercomedy. That's it. I, w- I wish that list had gone on forever. That would have been hilarious. But uh, <laughs> those those three are a good start. And, yeah, it's um, pretty solid, yeah. right? Absolutely. And, you know, and as champion today, I, I'm telling you that uh, we'll have you back on the uh, program uh, at your earliest convenience. And, oh, uh, yeah. You know, I hope Pam Dauber is the other guest. We've been trying to get her. I thought <laughs> maybe if I made a game that involved her uh, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, Mindy, what rhymes with Mindy? And then I saw an ad for uh, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Um, you know, so the dial, they mean like, is it going to be rotor, like a rotary phone? No, it's going to take forever. <laughs> that's his destiny he's just just dialing the goddamn number <laughs> he's, he's gonna die while while dialing the number you uh, forgot the one <laughs> greg warren uh great job today um uh, what would you like to plug uh thanks doug um i felt <laughs> good about that that uh burning car thing i feel yeah. like i, I kind of made up for some of yeah that salvaged uh, your uh, your performance here today uh thanks i i have a new uh <laughs> <laughs> i have a, a new comedy special out uh called the salesman it's on uh youtube it's on nate bargazzi's uh youtube channel uh, it's, uh, but you get to, to swear though you can swear uh no no i, I don't uh, i don't swear you don't mess around with that either I don't mess around with that. You and Bargatze yeah. started some sort of no swearing cult. Well, I, I wouldn't <laughs> say so much as that. <laughs> I mean, if you're People interested, I can, I can, I can, like yeah, I can send you some literature about our organization, and uh, it's, it's, it, it's a sort of a multi-level uh, thing. Uh, a lot of the words are bleeped out, but you'll get if you get if you find. Idea. Three of your friends that don't want to swear, and then they get three of their friends that don't swear. It's it it it, it all adds up. I'll call Seinfeld and Gaff again when this is over. So, so uh, the people handing out religious pamphlets as they hand it to the person, they should they they should say to them, "Do you like clean jokes?" 
<laughs> nobody gets more excited than when they hear those words. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's uh, you know the the best comedians can work clean, and so uh, good good on you for that. And um, uh, thank you for being on this this dirty dirty show. <laughs> and Nate Bargatze won't do the show because he's he, he doesn't like he, he doesn't feel like he's good at movie trivia. Um. <laughs> He may no, do he it. He, he may. He may. He may be on after my performance today. He may, right. That might yeah. encourage him a little bit. Yeah. 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 Uh, That's why right. I was kind of taking a dive just so you could get Nate. I, I knew I all that it. stuff. Thank I, you. I, I knew all of that stuff. Thank you. I think I don't know Dauber. Yeah. <laughs> There'll be a little something extra in your Christmas bonus for doing that. <laughs> um. Uh. Who else is left out there? Just who me. Who hasn't done their plugs yet? Just me, and I better do them because my membership in the Harrison Ford fan club has been revoked. I just got an email. So what? I know they said Why I didn't know enough about your him. Email during the show. <laughs> it just popped up. I forgot to turn off notifications. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess it ended up being pretty timely, uh, and uh, I'm sorry to hear that. But maybe we can get some people to come out and see you live. Where where can people come see you? Yeah, uh, I have a ton of tour dates coming up. Go to hoopercomedy.com. Uh, I'm hitting like uh, 20 different cities between August and September. I have a new Comedy Central set dropping August 9th. Uh, so check that out as well. And see me at Oxnard Levity with Doug and Amy and not Greg. He's not invited. No, he's, he's, he's you know, he's stuck in, uh, you know. Over here in Indiana, right, Amy? He's in Indiana. <laughs> yeah, where the uh, arch is. Trying to figure it all out. <laughs> Um, I'm doing stand up Saturday, July 8th at Hereafter at the Croc in Seattle. Doug Loves Movies is at the WDVE Comedy Festival in Pittsburgh, July 15th at 420 uh, at Bottle Rocket Social Hall. Uh, San Diego, I'll be at the American Cock Comedy Cock Company on July 19th for you know uh, kicking off Comic Con uh, weekend. And in San Diego, as I do every year, and back at Dynasty Typewriter uh, that weekend in Los Angeles on July 23rd. Thank you again to Amy Miller and Greg Warren and Alex Hooper. Great job, everybody. Thanks for having us, Doug. Thanks, Thanks Doug. Doug. As always, the horror, the horror. Now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of gold, his viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no room in his heart.